Hey, it's your boy, Bandwagon Joe. I'm back at it again. And I'm with the fellas. I got Ryan, a.k.a. Serge, Cuzzo Cliff, and the boy Tyon. Fellas, how y'all doing? Man, I'm fantastic. Good, man. All right. Doing all right. Oh, you know, it's, it's kind of cold in Chicago. What else is new? I'm not even gonna ask you, Tyon. Safe out there. Yeah, you know, you know, we 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 doing the best we can. You know what I mean? As, as black men in America, but uh, you know, the 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 positive about that is that we do have sports to to sometimes take our minds away from from all the craziness going on. And um, one of the big things that happened this week was Lamarcus Aldridge out of nowhere retiring. Um, he had just gotten bought out by the San Antonio Spurs and was ring chasing essentially um, after a very long, successful career. uh, And then all of a sudden had a heart condition where he had to, you know, call it quits uh, in the middle of the season, no no less. And so, um, you know, I kind of wanted to to get y'all, y'all thoughts about LA's um, career as a whole. And then, you know, how that kind of impacts the the Nets as well. So we'll, we'll start with you, Ryan. Well, I'm not going to really focus on his career as a whole. I mean, he was a solid player. He was a good player. I wouldn't say great, but he was a very good player. I mean, I guess you can argue maybe at the bottom way of getting into the, the Hall of Fame. But, I mean, that's another story. I said maybe you can argue. It's kind of easy to get in the Basketball Hall of Fame. But um, I don't really care too much towards that. Uh, I think it kind of – I don't know how much it affects the Nets in a sense. They already, as long as the, the big three are healthy and they got Joe Harris, it, I mean, he wasn't sticking much defense anyway. So it's not like he was going to be able to stop Embiid and AD. He was a another piece that, you know, if the game slowed down, you can put him in a post. But KD's one of the best mid-range game shooters. So they'll be fine there. Uh, the one thing I think it sucks for them is that you know, if that could have came up earlier, I think they could have been in a run for Drummond because Drummond wanted to go there initially. Um, so I think that kind of hurt him. That could have weakened their opponent in the Lakers as well. But, um, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I, I hope everything's good with him. But other than that, man, salute on a good year right off into the sunset. Because we're going to let you wrap it up. But so, so Tyon, let me get your thoughts. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, like he was a decent player for a long time in the uh, league. So, you know, uh, shout out to him. So, uh, sorry this happened to him. But, like, how it affects the Nets, I uh, I think it's going to be a little bit of a bigger effect than uh, Ryan is giving. LaMarcus Aldridge is actually a really good uh, piece for them. I didn't expect it when he came. But just, like, looking at his production since he's been there, like, shoot, 13 points in 26 minutes? Like, that's pretty decent. Like, that's not bad at all. Like, that's, like, that's points that's going to be missed. Uh, he was a lot more productive since he's been there than I thought he would be. Um, a lot more productive than Blake Griffin, their other uh, buyout signing. But, yeah, I think they, like, the Nets still got three of the top ten scores in the NBA. So, I don't think it's really an issue. Like, they still got enough. But, of course, it's going to affect them because, like Ryan said, there's nobody else they could get. The buyout deadline is passed, so they'll still be playoff eligible. So this is the team they got. So definitely a sucky thing for the Nets. My apologies for the uh, extracurricular activities going on in the background, fellas. But uh, cause this this was your boy for uh, a, a long time. 
Um, you know, he, he put on a Spurs jersey for, what was it, is it six seasons? Uh, five seasons. Five seasons, oh, excuse me. Um, and, uh, you know, he did what he could. You know, obviously wasn't able to uh, get that get that championship ring. But, um, you know, what are you going to re- remember LaMarcus for? Okay, so, uh, you know, I, I was very excited when L.A. came aboard. It was probably like our biggest uh, free agent signings ever. Um, <laughs> with, you know, <laughs> something to you know what I'm saying? But um, L.A., you know, he's he was going to give you a consistent um, 20 and 10. Um, unfortunately, it didn't work out. You know, he was he was part of, you know, that one team um, off the chance because he came right after we won the championship. Mm. And, uh, you know, that that team was that team was stacked, man. But, you know, uh, Golden State, they pretty that, that's when they started making their run. Um, we ran into a high KD and. Russell Westbrook that year. So, and he unfortunately had to go through the whole Kawhi Leonard uh, dilemma. So, um, if Kawhi would have stayed, it probably would have, you know, changed. But, um, you know, I'm just going to remember LA, he was a consummate professional. Um, he had three, three all star appearances with us. He was a five time all NBA player. Um, as far as his uh, jersey being retired and I, I believe he has a good chance in Portland. You know, he's he's ranked one, two, or three in all the major categories over there. So um, he did some good things over there. Um, and as far as Hall of Fame, like like Cus said, man, it, it's easy to get in the Hall of Fame in the NBA. And I was I was looking up some things like, and it, his stats are very comparable to like uh, Chris Bosh and. Chris Weber. So if you guys think those those are Hall of Fame players, without the ring, I said with Bosh, you know, of course you got the rings. But like if you're, if I think Chris Weber is a good pair. So if you think he's a Hall of Famer, and if he ever gets in, uh, I'm saying LA will have a great chance as well. But as uh, but as far as that as far as that goes, man, you know, I wish I wish him nothing but the best. Hope you know his health, you know, uh, improves when he's not playing. And um, as far as the impact on the Nets goes, um, I think Tyon misspoke when he said three out of the best 10. I would think three out of the best five scores in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> right. oh, I don't know if I put Kyrie right. in the top five scores in the NBA, but Man. he might be. <laughs> like who you going to put in front of him? Probably won't. <laughs> uh, probably won't. He that, might be. That's, that's about it. All being conservative. Yeah, okay, so. Oh, but can I say one more thing real quick about LaMarcus Aldridge before we move on off of him? I think the biggest loser of LaMarcus Aldridge retiring is Andre Drummond. LaMarcus Aldridge said Andre Drummond looking like an all-star again. So, I know he really hates he really hates to see that man go. <laughs> oh, why? Because no, when they, when, when they face up face-to-face? The Nets are good, yeah. man. They're stacked, man. They... That's what I'm saying, bro. They just, they just scored like 120 or something, whatever. With just Kyrie, man, like, come on, man. We they the offense ain't they problem. If he was a defensive anchor, okay, I feel you. The Nets would miss him, but man, he ain't stopping in B. He ain't stopping in D. He wouldn't stop Joker. He, no, bro. Is it? Look, he was he would have been a decent more points is always decent pick for them. But more points always they're they gonna be for, as long as them three healthy, man. They gonna yeah. Be. What what I will always remember Lamarcus for is that he should have been a bull. 
we traded the man away yes. for Tyrus Thomas. We did that is and correct. we would have had a long standing piece at a position of need for a long time. I mean, he could have played with D Rose. He could have played with a lot of people. Um, Imagine we had Aldridge instead of uh, Boozer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are all. I mean, obviously, you know, you never know how it shake out once you get a player like that. You know, obviously, maybe you're not in a position to draft a D Rose, but regardless, he should have been a bull. We traded him away. We got nothing for him. And, uh, yeah, I always remember him for that. So uh, kudos to LaMarcus Aldridge for having a solid career. Uh, as everybody said, hopefully, you know, you get healthy soon, bro. Um, then they had, like, Brandon Roy, too. They... No, I don't think we could have had Brandon Roy. That's crazy. Okay. I, I think they could have had Brandon Roy, too, if that's... I was I mean, those teams, I, I remember when LaMarcus Aldridge first came to league with, with Brandon Roy, those teams were dangerous, man. Like, Man, if Brandon Roy ain't – if Brandon Roy didn't man. get hurt. He he was a player for sure. Uh, yeah, those small was. market Portland teams, man. Gritty. He was, he was on Wade Hills for that shooting guard position after after Kobe, bro. He was on Wade Hills. For so that. so I mean, I think the consensus yeah. is that he is not a Hall of Famer. Oh, I don't, think, I don't so. think so either. G. I, even I even as, so. as easy either, as it but... is, it's not like Lamarcus Aldridge like inspires like wow yeah, that's a basketball oh. player that. I'm saying, but if you want to, if you want to keep it a hundred, though, him and you can say like him and Blake were pretty much neck and neck for best power forward in the league for a couple years, man. So what? I guess that's true. I don't think that was ever a conversation. But I don't know, right? I, I just never saw him in that light. I guess. Oh no, okay, man. We'll he got see. some all NBA teams on his belt, so I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, right. I mean, he do got what seven All Star appearances, some all NBA team. I mean, look, it, look. The NBA is easy getting and stuff if you Chris Webber. I mean, shit, like that's the only thing. Like, I don't know. All right, well, uh, let's shift to what's going on in the, in the actual NBA today, um, and, and kind of the big thing right now that's that's you know a consensus across the league is the injuries. Um, they've been piling up, man. You got um, the top two rookies in the league, you know, both out for the season, and Lamelo Ball and, and, and Wiseman. Um, COVID is still running rampant. We just got news today that Zach Levine is going to be out a minimum of two weeks um, because of uh, the, the COVID protocols. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I just wanted to kind of get y'all thoughts. You know, is, is, is the the intensity of the season kind of wearing on these players? And obviously with the, the, the shortened schedules and, and then obviously with, you know, obviously the, the COVID as well. Uh, what are y'all thoughts on players sitting out? Um, specifically around like the superstars as well. Is that something that you think is fair or not? We, we go ahead and start with you, Tyon. Oh, uh, when you say players sitting out, are you referring to players like resting to prevent injury, or are you just saying how do I feel about more players? Being yeah, I'm talking about um, players sitting out to prevent injury because obviously you know, it's, it's a tough season, but and, and but people have problems with that. We we saw Stephen A. Um, you know, did his whole spiel about how he's tired of doing it to fans and da da da. So, is it fair though with, with everything that's going on that maybe these players should sit out? Well, I'm I'm of two minds of this. One on one side, there's baseball and there's pitchers and uh, what's the injury that pitchers get? The Tommy mm-hmm. John injury? Yeah, like that's proven science that they like they could tell that pitchers can't pitch that much, or it's just gonna happen. Yep. In uh, uh, baseball, just they realized that, so they just said, okay, we're going to work around it. And pitchers are on pitch counts. They don't pitch back-to-backs. They don't even pitch full games a lot of the time. Well, this is this so, a tough comparison, though, dog. But I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Uh, but, yeah, so there's that There's that one side. 
But the other side of this is, while wear and tear is a thing can affect it, I'm not sure if sitting down, like unless you like actually have an injury that it's actually impacting it, okay, we got to work you back in slowly. I'm not sure if just resting is actually necessary if it's actually even preventing any injuries. Like you said, injuries are happening more. Players are resting more than ever. So I don't know if the resting is preventing that. So certain players, certain players aren't resting, though, players? right? And that's the one. I mean, we just saw uh, Jamal Murray go down with a torn ACL. I don't think he's been resting. I think he missed the first half of the but season. Jamal Murray, but, but, isn't a torn ACL? Is a part of that just like a yeah? Like a it is. I mean, yeah, you got. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, you caught up in the air between two players, and then you come down wrong, and and boom, it happens in a flash of a pan. So to your point, yeah, I don't necessarily know. Even if he did rest the game before, if that if that avoids that, so. It's the Spurs' fault, man. They started off <laughs> but but listen, <laughs> but listen. Like to be honest, man. Like I kind of feel Stephen A. But like players like a LeBron, who's been in the league seventeen years, eighteen years, I can understand. Even though he doesn't want to sit out, even though he got hurt, but he didn't want to sit out. I respect that. You know, he wasn't always like that either. He just kind of changed that way, but. Like, man, I don't know. I grew up, man, I grew up watching the 90s basketball, bro. Like, them niggas play 82 mm-hmm. games, bro. They don't have nearly the science and the and the people that you can get and the supplements to take care of your body and them dudes play, bro. Like, that's why I respect the Dame Lillard, bro. He's like, I'm going to play. He's like, if I'm hurt, I'm going to play. If, as long as I'm not injured, bro. Like, I, I just respect that, especially – like, I know right now it's not really affecting us because we can't really go to all the games. But, like, man, if I, if I if I pay my money and you just sitting out to rest, bro, like, I got a problem with that. G. The league is already, to me, just – it's super top-heavy to me. Like, honestly, we could probably down there predict the conference finals and the finals. And you like, say I that, but that nobody games. expected so the, like, uh, the 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 – Nuggets to be in the, in the Raptors, the or the Nuggets or the Raptors the year before that, yeah. The, but the Nuggets last year going as far as they did. Well, but, okay, but the thing is, so the team that we expected to be there, the Clippers, right. the team they beat, I get that, but we knew right. it was gonna be the Lakers. So yeah, I gotta call Miami, but you know, like, but the East is always kind of kind of weird like that, and then especially when you know Simmons mm-hmm. got hurt last year too, but. Man, I don't know, bro. Like it's, it's just I don't know. The season's just kind of I'm I'm ready for football. <laughs> oh, Go ahead, Cuz. Um, so I'm kind of like split down the middle as far as I don't I don't mind I don't mind the players resting because um you know these players are bigger, faster than the players like that we grew up watching like in the thank 90s you and stuff. So, good point. So they're, so they're putting more. Um, pressure and um, you know on their bodies, so I'm I'm guessing that's causing more injury. But I haven't really seen that many like injuries. I don't think from fatigue happening this year. Like I don't. Um, so with that being said, I do have a problem with teams resting when it's marquee games. Like you you can you, you can schedule yeah. around that. I think that's just like poor management. Like um, it's it's definitely. Um, a spit in the face to the fans. Like, this is what they want to see. This is what they're paying money to see. This is what, you know, you're paying cable. Like, you're paying your cable bill. You you buy NBA League Pass. You want to see these high marquee games. So, like, why, like, why, for example, why 
play KD and Blake everybody else against Minnesota, Minnesota. while well, you know you're going to be playing Philadelphia the next day. Like, why not switch it? No, nobody cares if KD sits out against Minnesota. Like, they're the worst team in the league. So, like, why – like um, – you, so, you heard that, Tyon? Worst team in the league. <laughs> They've been, they been unlucky, man. They've been unlucky. Yeah, yeah. Unlucky <laughs> for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I'm as a fan of that. For a long time. But, um, but, cool. but again, you know, I, I, you know, my Spurs did start the, you know, the resting the players. So, you know, I do take uh, some onus in that, uh, being a Spurs fan. But they, some people are just taking it over the top, man. So, that's yeah. my piece. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to to Ryan's point about LeBron, yeah, if you had a certain age, maybe there needs to be some type of things put in place where, you know, if you got a certain seniority, but people are going to take advantage of that as well. And even KD, man, coming off the Achilles, I get it. I agree with Cuz that, man, rest <laughs> Minnesota, dog. Like, come on, man. Rest Minnesota. We could have we loved to see you and Kyrie at least. The, the Sixers, versus, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The 76 like. I mean, oh obviously, God, it didn't like, matter. So I definitely like, why not play Blake? But that like, is, why, but why the is NBA has already tired? taken part of that. Well, I did just want to say that the NBA has actually already addressed that part of it about resting yep, players during uh, nationally televised games. They have been stronger against that specifically. Uh, the KD situation is uh, different because he is coming off of a major injury, so he does have more leeway on playing back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. But as far as just resting players during nationally televised games, the league has already addressed that. Just once. So why said Blake out though? Like he should be well rested. But you know the problem with Blake, bro, he has mm-hmm. a chronic knee injury, bro. That's yep. why he's never gonna be the same. Like his knee is messed. And boy, been jumping out the gym up. since we all knew his name. <laughs> like they're really trying to. I think they're really trying to save him for the playoffs, bro. Like, like to just give minutes in the playoffs because his knee is really messed up, bro. And if if you ever had a knee injury, bro, like, I mean, especially in basketball, I mean, <laughs> like, you know, football too. But basketball, that's yeah. everything. Like it's all about jumping and cutting. But I mean, just like your everyday life, mm-hmm. once that knee injury hits, bro. Like I'm telling you, man, you can wake up and it be raining and your knee hurts. Bro. Like, it's messed up. Yikes! Well, uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and shift. You know, there's a team that we all sort of have some connection with. Um, even though we don't all live in Chicago currently, we all did at one point. And so the Chicago Bulls are, are sort of near and dear to this podcast, man. And they just made a huge trade um, not too long ago to to get uh, Nikola Vukicic. Did I say that right? Vukicic? Vujicic. Vujicic. All right, close enough. Um, and they gave up, you know, quite a lot. Two first-round picks. Um, they, it was also a part of, I mean, well, there was other trades that happened in scenarios that gave up other pieces to kind of uh, free up some some space for that. Um, but wanted to get another all-star, nonetheless, to pair with Zach Levine um, for the future to show that they were serious about winning. They do have a new front office. Um, and so there was a lot of pressure, right, on, on the new front office to, to kind of put a stake in the sand and say, hey, this is how we're going to go about, you know, winning basketball games. And so, uh, I just want to hear from y'all, um, and, and you know, I, we'll, we'll go ahead and, and start with you, Tyon. Um, you know, did this trade help the Bulls, or is it hurting them? Uh, well, it hasn't really helped them a lot, obviously, by the results. And with Zach Levine being out two weeks, it looks like the Bulls are going to miss the playoffs. So, in hindsight, it's obviously going to be a bad decision. Uh, at the time, 
because their lock on the playoffs wasn't secure anyway, that's something they maybe should have thought about before doing the trade about like, okay, is it really worth it? We're trading away a first round draft pick, which has a chance to be pretty valuable. Do we have all the pieces right now to actually win, even if we make mm-hmm. this trade? But, um, and I think it made, it's made it harder for the coach because they put a lot more pressure on them. In a first year coach, if they could have made the playoffs, that would have been fantastic. Everybody just would have been super excited about it. If they did it, it would have been like, okay, we got next year. Let's see what we can approve. We're still moving in the right direction. But now after the trade, there's so much there was so much added pressure. Okay, now they gotta make the playoffs. We just gave up a first round pick. If we don't make the playoffs, I totally now, disagree with you about the coach. Man. So yeah, actually, yeah, go ahead and Ryan. I, I kind of want to hear from you what they missing, but but kind of expand on that about the coaching. Well, I, I disagree that it don't put pressure on the Look, here's the thing, man. Like, okay, the Bulls are at a place where they're kind of like in between. There wasn't there weren't gonna be like a super high lottery. And so it's like they're like we're right there for the 10th spot. The the, the biggest thing is, man, the problem is even though yes, they got a, a nice player in return, but basketball, mm-hmm. the big thing about it is chemistry, man. It's kind of hard to build to build it. I think it's a great piece for the future. I think he's a better piece than Wendell Carter Jr. So I do think you won that won that trade. Now, where would they have been drafting? Would it have been like high teens maybe or maybe mid to low teens a little bit? Like, I, I don't know. So it's like I do feel they'll have a better record next year, I think, uh, with with, with um, the kid, the rookie. Patrick Williams. I think he'll yeah. develop a little bit more. I think at this point they should just kind of just – well, I mean, I guess you can't really tank it. You got to go for oh, it yeah. because you don't have your pick. But – but like I just think I, I, Billy Donovan's fine, man. Billy Donovan is proven. No, I like okay, Billy Donovan. As far as what yeah. he is for young talent, I don't think it puts any pressure on him, bro. Like, and, and honestly, the Bulls, even with like what four straight losses. Well, yeah, they, they got, got the number ten spot, which just shows you the, the reason why they're actually that, okay that, is because they play in the East still, and the East is still terrible. Yeah, but but the problem is Zach. If Zach Levine, we got to see what can happen without Zach Levine, because because no, Kobe back, too, right? He just came back. He back. So we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see how, how they hang around, if they hang around in 10th spot. I mean, when you get into a play-in game, man, you know, anything can happen with, with that type of thing. But uh, I think the Bulls will be fine. Yes, everybody wants them to make the playoffs this year. Uh, I, I think I, I like the move that what they did. They got Otto Porter out Shoot, there. Shoot, I'm so happy they got Otto out of there, you man. Know, <laughs> you know, I, I like, like – it's. It's just chemistry is huge in basketball. Because right? do you do you see anything in particular uh, what they're missing or, or or anything that why they're underachieving right now? Um, you know, like how Ryan alluded to. <laughs> Ryan's old ball. Like, so like what? So what? Like what Ryan alluded to. Um, chemistry is very important in basketball. Um, it is very rare that a in season trade really um, bears the fruit of you know the trade, you know, success. Um, probably the last time was Rasheed Wallace with Detroit. I was just so, thinking that. That's so, probably so the only two. time that took a team right. like that. Right. So you got to you gotta think about it. When when you trade for a player of Vooch caliber for uh, Wendell Carter and Otto Porter, you're changing pretty much your whole philosophy mm-hmm. as a basketball team. You, you Now you have a player 
that you can feed the post to that can get you consistent buckets. Uh, and he's not, and he's not a defensive player as Wendell Carter is, right? So, so now you're so now you're lacking in defense. Um, you're slowing down the pace of the game a little bit more because you know he's a he's a slower player. You know he's a post player. Um, you know he can shoot the three or whatnot, but. Um, Orlando, if, if you look at it, they surrounded him with a bunch of defensive players, very versatile, um, and they, they weren't a high-scoring team. So you, so now you're trying to implement that into the system, try to get – and Zach was – you know, he, he had hurt his ankle, like, you know, the first game back, like the first game with him. So he hasn't been 100%. Now he's out with COVID. Um, so – Short term, you know, it, it doesn't look that great because now you're like, okay, we, we have a, we, we're probably not going to make the playoffs. Uh, we don't have a first round pick, um, but you got to look at it as far as the future. Now, now you're going to shore up. Zach is going to sign back. You're going to have some more money. Uh, you probably can, even though the free agent class isn't that great this year, you could probably, um, get some pieces in. You know, Patrick Williams probably will um, develop. You could probably get Lonzo, hopefully. You know, I think he'll be a great fit. And now now you got, now you have some now you have some defensive pieces around Zach Levine and Booch. And you could probably make some noise in the East next year. Yeah. Uh, you know you, it, it depends on who you get man. I mean, you if Patrick got Philly. if Patrick if Patrick yeah, Williams, buddy. you know, if he is what mm-hmm. you know more fans thinks he is. And you know if you well, get, well, you still got Philly. Ain't nobody saying come out the East. And Milwaukee. Yeah, I come out the East. But you said, "Make." I said, they "Ain't making no." I just said a little noise. I said a little noise. Yeah. Little I think noise. they definitely not make it off this year, though. They're not they gonna be contenders. Up, uh, they only got a game up on the Wizards. Uh, Wizards, I look at like they only got a game on the Raptors. Man, that boy Russ been in his game. bag. He really has. And I, I said at the beginning, yeah, I thought Russ was going to make uh, Russ and Bill's going to take this team to the playoffs, and it we looked like did. that was wasn't going to happen uh, for a while. But now I'm like, I would bet on it. The Wizards, yeah, because the Bulls are definitely opening doors. They def if they make the play in, they definitely making the playoffs. You, who else? Who else is in that? Well, they got oh, the Pacers. Yeah, I think in that ninth spot. No, they not. They're not beating no, Boston. Boston not gonna be in the play-in. Is, no, Boston, Boston can't be the eighth seed. Right I thought they were Boston, higher than Boston that. Boston in the fifth seed right now. Yeah. Man, it's it's, it's yeah, it's it is. Line over between, no, like, the only team, like I don't see the Heat catching them. I think the I think the uh play I think the playoffs the top six. I think that's is gonna stay. I, oh yeah, you know, yep, yeah, the Hornets and the Pacers. The, right the Hornets um, drop. The Hornets mm-hmm. dropping. Like if it's the play-in between the the Heat gonna get in, of course. And then it's the yeah they gonna beat the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Bulls. I mean, yeah. not the Bulls it's gonna be them. So yeah, I, I agree. The Knicks not gonna what be in the play-in. The I think the Knicks stay. I think the Knicks stay in top six. I mean, I'm just it's so he, all tight, you need bro. is a good losing streak. He's correct but the about Knicks that. Knicks are playing very well though. Right. I mean, the Bulls the ones right. in the losing streak though. Everybody else kind of doing what the Hornets in the losing streak too. And yo Heat low key and lost two in a row. Um, but wait, yeah, I just yeah, want to say yeah, this before yeah, we before bro. we switch around. Nobody said the name Laurie Marketing, and that's for good reason because he's not going to be doing <laughs> next year. Um, but you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm just he, waiting for him. To everybody knows he's a good piece, yeah, right? Good but player. he doesn't give you enough. 
outside of shooting. He's like, gonna be a good you're a seven foot sniper. Mean. That's great. Why can't you rebound or play defense? He he putting up better rebounding numbers than than Lori. Um, but let me just say so. Everybody alluded to it. Everybody knows I'm a a huge Lonzo Ball fan. They need to upgrade a point guard, especially for the way that they've constructed the team now. They they're going to be playing a lot slower, uh, and you need somebody to a bring that pace or b get you into your sets and be an offensive threat. Right. Right now they have uh, Tomas uh, Sadoransky, and he's horrible. I mean he he can't. He can't do anything. I mean, he, he's good at, you know, getting people in their spots, but he can't I really say shoot. He's horrible, he's but he shouldn't be your primary ball. He shouldn't be your starting point guard. Exactly. But there's yeah, another piece that's kind of sneaky that right. when they get him back, it might actually, you know, when, once they get, well, I don't know how much season is left when, when uh, Zach come back. But when Zach get healthy and then Garrett Temple, Garrett Temple is actually huge for them. Just kind of being like a, a, a person off the bench to kind of give them really good minutes. And, and structure. Um, so we'll see. I mean, and I also love a number yeah, that Amanda shot over it. Troy Brown Jr. was a, a sneaky good pickup for them as well. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely. Hey, listen, if I'm Lonzo Ball, I'm Yo. going to the Knicks, bro. I'm going with I love what Thibodeau has been doing, how, like how he's been using Randall. And I like the Knicks I have been too, great. Man. Like, I've really been impressed I with do. what the Knicks have been doing. <laughs> Man, yeah. RJ Bear been balling, man. Yeah, yeah. He got a lot growing to do too. I, bro, I'm telling you, bro. If I'm, if I'm Lonzo, I'm. I mean, it's gonna be the highest bidder, right? Like that's what it's really gonna come but down. If the Knicks to have that. the money, if the Knicks have the money, and Mitchell Robinson yeah. hurt, yeah. Bro, ain't he? Yeah, we'll see, bread. man. I don't want to yeah. see him in a Knicks jersey. I'm gonna grab whatever jersey he signed with. <laughs> I do want to say that, um, but. <laughs> I don't want to say uh, whatever, whatever he, whatever he signed with that five year deal, the four year deal, whatever it is. Uh, you know, I'm with be... you. I, I'm trying to get a rose jersey in every in every team he ever played for. So, I'm oh, oh yeah. my god! So, hey, hey, I got a pop up question for y'all though. Oh, oh, hit hit me with it. Don't say nothing disrespectful uh, about Derrick Rose, man. That's all. Because right. uh, <laughs> we was we was literally at work. We was literally at work talking about this today. So, who y'all taking? Prime Derrick Rose. Prime Derrick Rose. Or Prime Prime Dwight Howard. Prime Derrick Rose. Man, that's tough. Well, they don't even play the same position. Like Dwight I actually took go. his team to the finals, man. Yeah. Go I, that's a Howard, tough, that's a bro. tough one, dude. Yeah. I, I, you you can't you can't ask prime questions with Rose because at least put him in a point guard conversation. Well, I'm saying the best of Derrick Rose. Unless you're talking about another No, it's, another it's Dwight player. Howard because he gave you more. He impacted the game in ways that Derrick Rose couldn't. Well, Derrick Rose impacted the game in ways uh Dwight Howard couldn't. I mean, so okay, what I, okay, yes, uh, offensively obviously you're going yeah, this is really I, listen, big of you, I, this is really I, big. for the most part, I am a realist, and I can say I like no, both not. sides of the basketball. I like we def- <laughs> defensively and offensively. <laughs> so Dwight's impact from a defensive standpoint, from like what was that? Those years, uh, I want to say 02 to like 2010. He was one. He was one of the best centers. Like uh, he was the best center in the league at that point, and without an offensive game, I mean, he he just. 
was dominant on the defensive side of the basketball. And, and then Derrick all you Rose do, in his prime was the most was the best point guard in the game. You, but you want to know what? Every time Derrick Rose went up against the Magic, I remember I this specifically. He had problems because he could not score on Dwight Howard. Hey, bro, it's so funny that Joe said he's real because he's on wax right now. We record. <laughs> This Man, I am a realist when it's outside of fandom. Okay, when I when it comes to my no, I I, I just honestly gotta go. I, the like, it just sucks for Rose, bro. Like, I, I feel bad for him, dog. Like, it's just like I can't compare the two because. But we just talking peak. It doesn't matter how long he was. As a player's year, he got. But yeah, but that wasn't Rose's peak, man. I don't think at that peak he was better than he reached. Oh. Uh, mm, the white house, bro. I don't, I don't feel that way. Now, now, don't get me wrong. If if he could have reached his peak, okay, because it's kind of like Russell Westbrook, right? Like early in them years, you know, that was a comparison. Of course, everybody took Rose over him, but you, but you see the difference a few years later. Where damn, this dude's averaging triple double. He hit his peak. Like so Rose true. never got to hit his peak. I'm gonna say this. Like, and that's what in basketball, about, you can stick the best defense in the world and hold a team to zero. You can't win like that, though. Like you can't win, not with just keep. No, all I'm, all I'm saying, but you couldn't win like Derrick Rose like either because he couldn't shoot. Defense. You gotta put points. In the, you gotta put points on the board, and Derrick Rose could put points on the board. You got his teammates involved. Derrick Rose was great. He could, but, but the White could put he points could. on the board, bro. He just wasn't an offensive player. He, yeah, he like, put what, points on the board. Twenty points in game. Numbers. He not like he won like he not like he he not like Ben Simmons like he could put he put the points up and he didn't have he didn't have yeah, so he had like what, three games, twenty huh? point seasons. But I saw his team go to the finals, bro. Like Rose, I saw him be a hinder for a reason why his team couldn't get to the finals because they gave him kind of like the I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he was a hinder. He could have LeBron James actually smothered this man. That's what they that's what they did. That's that's completely but 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 that's not but but that's not but that was in the fourth time it was the whole game they got it close and then when he got to the fourth but what I'm saying is when it came down to it because he well, shoot. first of all, oh, Derrick Rose carried that team. I don't want to say here he hindered them. He did absolutely, bro. Absolutely, he carried the team, bro. I'm not saying he didn't carry the team, but his his shortcomings yeah. because no, he didn't I, and, and we saw that is what better shooter. Them. Like right absolutely. now, he's a way absolutely. better. He's a way better shooter right now. You see what I'm saying? But Both think about it. He could have. Mm-hmm. Implemented that with that athletic unstoppable. Well, he was already that unstoppable. He was unstoppable. Like that Pete Derrick Rose, bro. Yeah, that Pete Derrick Rose, bro. Oh my god! Just imagine. All right. All right. We know we got a, such an emotional attachment to Derrick Rose. We get it. I don't even know how we got into the Derrick Rose conversation. Oh. Switching, switching, switching gears. I just thought I just thought about that meme when uh, <laughs> Jesus got the basketball, he crossed over and Buddy Fall. Like, yeah, that's that's a hey, um, shout out to Jesus Christ. Anyways, Hall of Inductees. We got uh, we got we got some inductees that got announced today. So uh, who's going to be actually introducing players into the Hall of Fame and kind of saying a few nice words? And uh, we had some that made a ton of sense, and then we had some that was like, oh, I wonder why they did that. 
the most obvious and probably the biggest, um, Mike uh, introducing Kobe. I, I don't think Kobe will have it any other way. Um, I think, you know, when you talk any about like way. him and it, he, who he aspired to be and, you know, we modeled his game after it was Mike. That was always a per- if he was going to care about a player's opinion, that was the one person. And so. But what? you know what's, what else is crazy about that, Joe? And I, I don't think people realize it to the funeral. Yeah, that's I'm so a, true. A friendship we didn't know. Like a lot of people, or not the funeral, but when they spoke, like a lot of people didn't yep. didn't really understand that or see that side. And, and Mike don't and got that with nobody else. That. Like him and LeBron you know are not close. Um, you know, he don't, nobody. obviously, maybe some players that he played with back in the day, but even then, the players that he played with, he he didn't destroy those relationships. Him he and Charles don't talk like that. So it's huge. Um, I want to, because I want to get your thoughts though, on this one. Uh, David Robinson and to Tim Duncan, uh, you know, kind of talk about that relationship. Obviously, you grew up a Spurs fan. What's that mean to you? Um, well, <laughs> like you said, it, it couldn't be any other way. Like, I think that's probably like the only player that could uh, possibly uh, introduce Tim Duncan. You know, he was there as his uh, veteran pretty much. Um, showed them the ropes of how to be a professional. Uh, you know, there was a Twin Towers. You know, they won two championships together. Uh, pretty much a mentor besides, you know, him and Pop. You know, so I, I think he played an integral part in uh, Tim Duncan as, like, you know, the player that he is today, even though I'm not saying that he was a better player than Tim Duncan. I'm saying, of course, Tim Duncan pretty much you know, put them over the top of winning the championship. In his first I, year. I think that, you know, he was he was a good role model for Tim, you know, on how to be a professional or whatnot. So I, I think so too. Mm, um and then yeah. the one that kind of uh, gave us was He just he he wasn't doing nothing until uh, Tim. I mean, he wasn't all that at that time. It's not he that talk, time. About Back MVP, in his heyday, you know, defensive player. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I said back in his heyday, man. But like, I said, see, that would have been a better question because uh, Dwight <laughs> Howard or David Robinson. I would, I would love. Matt, David I want you to David Robinson, bro. Come, Come on, man. David okay, Robinson. Says, all right, okay, unanimous. So the one that kind of gave me some pause, real quick. Yes. That man put up- Kevin Garnett to Isaiah Thomas. So we we were speculating earlier, you know, maybe it's the Chicago connection. You know, they both uh, from the west side of Chicago. Um, maybe they have a relationship. So what, what do y'all think KG chose, or maybe he didn't choose, uh, Isaiah Thomas? Man, you know he had to have gang do that for him? I just think he had a relationship. Didn't nobody else. They going to get up there and drop the forks. Oh, wow. Wow. I just think, look, man, get for real. Look, I just think, uh, I just think he was a mentor towards KG, bro. Like, you know, uh, off the court and things like that, man. I mean, the Chicago connection definitely could be there. I don't, I don't know for a fact, but, uh, you know, definitely just a a mentor, like outside of uh, basketball and things like that. I know they, they, they talked about some stuff. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? Uh, they may talk about it leading up to the leading up to the uh, ceremony and things, how it came to be, and we'll find out more, man. But you know, you know, I guess people don't really rock with. I, they I don't. That's why it was even more surprising. Either so, 
that you, you know, would let him get up there and wait, him and Mike gonna be in the same building for for oh, for hours? That's on interesting. The same stage. They're gonna be backstage together. Yep. They're gonna box. Mike, let me talk to you for a second. Let me talk to you. Oh, snap. They're gonna be boxing. Niggas too old. <laughs> no, but um, Man. I did read that Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah he did want. say yes, he was the draft of Kevin Garnett to the Raptors. He was mm. supposed to, yeah, he got drafted nice two spots ahead of him. But he was actually, he said he wanted Kevin Garnett to be his first pick as a Raptor Raptors executive. He was the first player he ever actually scouted. Yeah, there was another I, one that kind of caught my. Yeah, oh, go honestly, ahead, go ahead, guys. I honestly wouldn't know who would like introduce KG like. I would have expected like a um, who was a well maybe I hadn't seen what's his name Marbury um that was a, an option I would have thought he would have said I don't know how, with that relationship. Well, you gotta be in the Hall of Fame, all right? Is that true? You gotta be in Hall of Fame to get a That might be actually because I I just realized that all of the people are in the Hall of Fame, I believe. Yeah, that list that you show, you know, it shows. Actually, when I'm like, not. Gonna, I think that's a good rule stupid. because I'd be salty as hell if I'm not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> right. Introduce another nigga to the Hall of Fame. Bro, that's pretty. That's that's pretty. That's, that's pretty what you got to be in the Hall of Fame to induct him. That actually, yes, that makes sense. But in Welcome to the Hall of Fame, done? bro. Like, what if that I makes want sense. my damn? I guess, bro. I mean, I don't know, bro. That's like. That's like that's like Shannon. Yeah, Shannon no, you can't. You don't know what this is like. Like I kind of we know. I, I do get, it's like it's like a society. Like they like it's just... I get it. I get it, bro. But it's like at the same time, that don't mean that's yeah, who had that's the most fair. influence on your game, though. Like while I'm here, like like you know what I'm saying. Like we seen people's sons so introduce them people. You know what I'm saying? Wives. Like, so wait, know, based bro. on this I conversation it, that we having right now, I got some type of questions for y'all. We're going we gonna to talk about current players today and who you think should induct them into the Hall of Fame. And I'm going to start with an obvious, LeBron James. Dwayne Wade. I, I, I figured that that might be the, the consensus, but is there anybody else that we think could possibly good eat? Because he respects Mike. He, he, he had... Mike don't care. I'm gonna say Magic Johnson, bro. I like that. I like that a lot, actually. But I don't know. I mean, obviously, that relationship. I don't know how it is ever since you know Magic quit on us. But you know, whatever. Um, That's still the funniest thing of all time. Boy, I'm not gonna be here. He was like, nope, I'm not gonna be here. Whack, bro. He just spit on it. Hey, but it all worked out for the best, man. We got to win. Anyways, Steph Curry. I don't think his dad in there. So, Steve Kerr. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Is Steve Kerr in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Yes, he will be. If he he will be. Um. Okay. Last one. This is kind of a like a toss up, and I, I, it's probably gonna be pretty hard. James Harden, who whatever superstar he plays with, that gets him around. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like James don't have a lot of relationships around the league. At least not, the, not any that we. No, he know got a lot about. of relationships. A lot of people like James Harden. Uh, who? Man, give me a give me a, a person that you'd be like, all right, Jimmy I, Butler. They really good friends. Jimmy, he Jimmy's really just a great guy. Everybody likes Jimmy Butler. Okay. All right. I don't think I would like Jimmy Butler. 
kind of switching gears to the NFL. Um, again, the NFL had a, a pretty light week newsworthy wise. You know, I think teams are, you know, obviously getting together, um, finalizing their plans for the draft in two weeks. Um, and so it's a little bit of a, a more quiet front. But we did have a pretty noteworthy person uh, retire from the NFL. Julian Edelman uh, of the New England Patriots decided to call it quits. And I want to hear from y'all because um, we've seen now a couple people, you know, not, not a couple, just one really, retire and then come back. Right. And he was of that that Patriot uh, fraternity. Uh, so is Julian really done or is, is he going to just join uh, Brady and Gronk after one year when he get healthy? No, I think he's done. Why? Because he's old. He ain't that productive anymore. <laughs> um, like, that's usually when people stop playing football. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I agree. I think he's uh, I think he's done. Uh, you know, he's been injury prone the last couple of years. Um, hasn't been really productive. Um. So I don't think I don't think it's going to be a I don't think they got room for him over in um, Tampa anyway. So they really don't. They they don't even have room for AB. I'm shocked that he ain't been signed yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is he a Hall of Famer, Ryan? <laughs> he was loading up. Hell no. Nah. Look, all right, so let's let's, let's let's compare him. Hey man, if Torrey Holt's not in the Hall of Fame, bro, he can't be. Let me read some stats to you. Go ahead. Let me let me read some stats to y'all. 1,000 catches, 620 catches. This is uh so then we're gonna go 12,083. So yards, we're comparing him to another 6, slot receiver. 822 yards. 85 mm. touchdowns. 36 touchdowns, one Super Bowl MVP, one Super Bowl MVP, four Pro Bowls, zero oh, Pro cool. Bowls. You know who that's? Wow. Heinz Ward. He don't even get talked about. And he blow that wow. man numbers out the no, bro. No. His numbers are a lot because, yes, the Patriots won. They were in the, they're in the playoffs a lot. He has great playoff numbers because they're in the playoff. I like that. I like the Hans Ward. Hans was a monster. He was a monster. Yeah, I got to disagree. You play football to win championships. You don't play Mm. football to rack up useless-ass yards during the regular season. If you're going to do that, you might as well be Calvin Johnson. You know who I I bet Calvin Johnson wish he was? I bet you Calvin Johnson wish he was Julian Edelman. Some of the best wide receivers don't have championships. Yeah, that's the, what, that's what don't make sense about that's it? That's a terrible that argument. Sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> it's not a championship. He was, championship he was productive as hell when it mattered most. That's not, most catches in the playoffs? Most catches in the playoffs? Oh God. Julian Edelman number two. Most receiving yards in the playoffs? Julian Edelman is number two. Most hundred yard receiving games in the playoffs. Julian Edelman is number two to Jerry Rice, and Jerry Rice only got two more, and he played ten more games. Wow. Number five, most catches in the playoffs. I'm sorry, in the Super Bowl, most receiving yards in the Super Bowl. He's number four. Julian Edelman was productive when it mattered. He had multiple three hundred receiving yard postseasons. Like, not a lot of people have done that. What, three people? Jerry Rice and Steve Smith. The only people that have done it twice in the postseason. He was productive when it mattered. That's the same reason why I said Eli Manning should be in the uh, uh, in the 
a Hall of Fame. It's the same reason why I said Calvin Johnson shouldn't be. Mm. Those are great stats, Tyon. I ain't going to lie. Those are great stats, Tyon. But I think when you're looking at the Hall of Fame, you got to look at the totality. You got to look at what they did in the regular season, and you got to look at what they did in postseason play. So um, he was a – like I said, he was – I'm saying he was a good, he was a good solid player in the postseason. But if you go to the, I mean, in the um, regular season, but if you go to the postseason and you play as many games in the postseason as New England has, of course you're going to pile up the stats like that. So um, I think that and you're playing with the greatest quarterback ever and the greatest coach ever. And mm. I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't think that he's a Hall of Fame player if you're not going to have Heinz Ward, Torrey Holt, um, who, who was. Is Isaac Bruce in the Hall of Fame yet? I feel like he is, but I can't. I'm not sure. Wow. Like I, I can't. I can't put. I can't put him ahead of those guys. Heinz Ward been retired so damn long, man. Just, and that name definitely sticks out to me. Name, I can't believe he's not in the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, man. Look, he, great. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he definitely had a, a great postseason. For not as many as Jerry games, Rice, bro. just up there with the same about. He should be productive, bro. No, but <laughs> look how many Jerry Rice had, though. Look who you're comparing him to. The, the, the two so franchises yeah, so that, that was there in the So leaving that as your comparison, he was in 29 like, playoff what you, games. What do you mean? So, so let me compare it. Oh, also, my God, bro. So it doesn't matter. Bro, it's not just based off of that, bro. It's based off it's, – it's I don't on care regular, about regular season based numbers. Off a I lot care of regular about season numbers, bro. Like, like it is. We saying what I was. But that ain't – you ain't the person who makes the Hall of Fame. I think he's a Hall of Fame because when it mattered most. He performed the best. I like the arguments yeah, both ways. I'm gonna say, yeah, I guess, bro. I'm just saying he went against. He he ended up going. He went against what? The nah, nah. See, nah. You can't no, use that no, argument no, because no. we talked. No. But but we when yes, you was comparing him to Hans Ward, no, that was the same issue. True, like Hans bro. Ward was also a slot receiver as well, right? Yeah, I mean, Edelman was still the number one. He still was the number one many years. He was number one option from a receiver standpoint. He moved up. Hey, oh my god. Hey. Oh my god. Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just I mean, it's, it's it's a closer argument I'm saying, than I, I realized. Okay, Iron Wall was the number one option in the pass game, but Gronk was the number one option in the pass game for them. So that so he took mm-hmm. all so you know what I'm saying he took most well, of he's still not seeing corners. Yeah, he was seeing corners. I mean, if you put, you put him out wide, he was getting the same. He was getting the same. Yes, he was. That's why he oh, got it. But I'm saying Edelman was. was out there. There's always a third. There's always a third receiver. Do all third receivers produce like Edelman did? That was yep. the offense, yep. bro. All right. The that consensus is, is I think that he's not. Or except who feels like he is. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with him. So let's let's kind of shift to somebody who we know. Is it going to be a Hall of Famer? Um, and it was, you know, a little bit off the field uh, situation. Aaron Donald got in a fight and whooped some dude's ass. Um, <laughs> the pictures were circulating uh, of this dude's eye. It looks like he he was a you know maybe a college football player himself. Um, and so I, I I just want to play a game with y'all. Uh, and we it's called Would You Fight Aaron Donald for this reason, right? So I'm gonna give y'all a couple scenarios, and I want to know. Would you fight Aaron Donald because of this? So, and and just you know, for the for the purpose of the game, you can't shoot him. 
I already know. I already know that niggas gonna. I just shoot buddy ass because I I'm not messing with him. But for this purpose, guns are illegal. You can't shoot. All right. So I'm gonna start with you, Tyon. Would you fight Aaron Donald for two million dollars cash? I'm talking about it's it's land right there, and they say, hey, you just gotta fight me. Last thirty seconds with me. Aaron Donald could kill me. I ain't gonna hold him. I've been in a lot of fights. And I used I beat a lot of niggas ass back in my day. Okay. Aaron Donald would fucking kill me. I ain't gonna hold you on that. And then if I'm dead, I can't spend two million dollars. So no. Wow. Okay. Okay. Going to you, Ryan. It's gonna be a little bit personal, okay? Because I know I know what type of person you are. And I already know what it's gonna take in order for you to have to fight somebody. So let's just, you know, in this hypothetical scenario. Aaron Donald slaps your mama right in front of you. Do you fight him? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stealing on the nigga, man. I'm stealing. I'm stealing, bro. Hey, hey, and then whatever happened, happened. I'm stealing. <laughs> I ain't gonna win that shit. No, I ain't gonna win that shit. But I'm, I'm swinging. It's, yeah. No, you got to. Bro, you, you got to. Tell me. I, I, that I, I, no, like, in that situation... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm going to get the fuck up. I'm going to get the fuck up. I'm going to get the fuck up. Oh, snap. Position. Okay. Why well, you yeah, disrespect that, man? <laughs> oh, we, me and my mama don't have that afterwards. But I'm just like, right. oh, like, yeah, I got to. We're going to find out how much you love Ryan because <laughs> the answer, <laughs> the question is, if you see... <laughs> Aaron Donald whooping Ryan's ass. Do you fight Aaron Donald? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm talking about he's laying dude out. Nah, nah. He is hesitating, low-key. Hey, nah, no, I'm about to hop in with Cuz, man. We're going we to ride to the hospital together, man. We'll be all right. Man, there ain't no reason both of y'all get y'all ass whooped <laughs> I could just see you cousin jumping on his back. Get off my cousin. Get off my cousin. Aaron Donald ain't going to beat up cuz because he ain't going to know to see them. Cuz going to jump on Aaron Donald's back. He's still going to just keep me the right. All right, Joe. I already know it's coming. Go ahead. All right, Joe. I got one for you then, Joe. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. You know how much your wife love that dog. Man, my dog? Oh, I thought dog, she was going to say gonna, he do something to shine My dog, dog? You know what? what That's, yeah. You know what? No, to be honest, I, I, do, I love my dog. Um, I ain't going to lie. I might, like, if he was fucking with my dog, exactly. I definitely would definitely, I'd have to do something. i have to try, you know, like, I don't even know. How, how do you fight Aaron Donald? Because that nigga jaw is so, you don't even want to <laughs> hit him. Like, I'm like, do I tackle his legs? Like I don't know that that it, hey, that I don't even know how you start real, really. Bro. Like I really, I try to pick something up. Man, oh, he lived he live grown men off the ground. Grown. So wait, so wait. I'll, I'll get another dog. part of my family, bro. Like Evie, Evie is everything to us, bro. Okay, that's like my child, real shit. But um, who in the league do you think has a chance? Give me one name. That has a chance Ooh. against actually successfully beating up Aaron Donald. Man, I'm gonna go Sue. Sue, I like that. I like that. 
D D D lineman for D lineman. He got hands too. Yeah. He he's at, he's probably bigger. Yeah, he's way bigger than Aaron Donald. I still though, I don't know, man. Aaron definitely getting him. <laughs> man, I was gonna say Sue too as well, man. But uh and Dominican Sue is how tall? Six four. Woo! I don't know, man. That's that'd be a good ass fight. That's a big boy. What about like Miles yeah, Garrett? Donald's short. They kind of like Don- Yeah, Donald Short. Five ten. Miles like Garrett. What you think about them? Mm, I like Miles Garrett too. Miles just seems like too nice of a guy. Like he just wouldn't. You know, like on football field, he could turn it on, he but like the nigga with his helmet. Yeah, he did. That was on the football <laughs> field. <laughs> that was on the football field. So this nigga too nice of a guy. <laughs> you right though. That was hey. He said he called him a racial slur though. So I'd have, I'd have done some some shit too. What about you, Ryan? You got anybody? <laughs> well, who got a chance in the NFL to actually successfully fight Aaron Donald? We got Sue. And we got what? Who, who did you just say? Cause you actually gave a good one too. Uh, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Yeah. D lineman so far. Anybody outside of the D line that can rock with dude? <laughs> Man, bro, I don't know, bro. Like he is yeah. legit. Like got that super strength, bro. Like I don't know, bro. Like, like I, yep. I get the Sue in his, in his heyday, bro, because Sue is a strong dude, too. Yeah. Bro, I'm not even going to say because it's like, like it's not necessarily bro. linebacker. Oh, I got one. You said what? I got one. Okay. DK. Oh. I mean. <laughs> listen, listen, listen to me. Listen, listen. Don't let the muscles fool you, bro. He ain't fucking about it. All right, that man is a specialist. I, I have to agree with that. State. I'm trying to think of an offensive lineman that makes. Ain't DK like run. six seven though? Not that. No, nah, he ain't that big. He ain't six four. Yeah. Six four. Yeah. Who? DK. Right yeah, it's still like, and that's the thing. Like Aaron ain't gonna be afraid to like get in in your chest. You know what I mean? Like your length ain't gonna matter with Aaron Donald because he's gonna be right there taking your punches, hitting your chest. Like uh, it's gonna be ugly. True. All right, fellas. Well, uh, we are we are way over time. Uh, so, you know, we did take a little break, so maybe not. But, uh, yeah, it's a good episode, man. And, uh, hey, I appreciate y'all. And, and, and until next time. All right. Till next time, fellas. Yeah. Peace. Peace.